0: Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers. There's always so much to discuss. Let's jump right in. It's LA Clips Forum. LA Clippers. It's LA Clips Forum with Jesse and
1: Brian.
0: Welcome to the LA... Oh, man. <laughs> that was a long
1: pause right there.
0: Welcome to the LA Clips Forum. I thought I was going to start off hot. We took two weeks off, and I was like, <laughs> we're going to... I'm going to come in hot. I'm going to come in optimistic. I'm going to come in positive. And I, yeah, I feel like it's just routine now that I screw up the intro. I don't even know the last time I did the intro and it was done well. Well, this is Daily Clips Forum. My name is Brian Andrew. I'm here with my co host,
1: Jesse Sandoval. What's up,
0: guys? What non Clippers related things are going on in your life? Let's, let's start off with like a catch up with, with you, and then we'll get into some some Clipper stuff.
1: Uh, okay Uh, are we talking about personal things or just like personal unless
0: unless you're like you know what i don't want to talk about my personal life
1: (laughs) no man i've been pretty i've been doing pretty good you know i'm focusing on work uh that's been going pretty well i've been learning a lot for you guys who don't know like i I switched the to a different company so it's been nice change up um I, i live in a different location too now i like the area um i picked up some hobbies some fun hobbies i don't know I don't, I don't know man it's just like it's, it's good i'm enjoying life like i i know the clippers are out and it's a bummer but honestly playoff basketball is still pretty good i'm just enjoying it yeah i can hear
0: you i was gonna come i was gonna come i was gonna come in with something like uh like something more clever but I was like you know I, I hear you like to be honest like life, my life's pretty good like I'm moving soon I have a good job uh Padres are still playing you know it was like it was a smoother transition knowing that I could turn on a Padres game the next day I understand mm-hmm. like half our fan base are not Padres fan so if you want to like replace Padres with Dodgers in your head go for it if you want to replace with Angels or Yankees wherever you refer go for it but I think it, it helped a lot Knowing that it's like, all right, the Padres season's still fresh, so I could be optimistic and then get bummed about that later. But once I'm getting bummed about that, guess what's happening? The Clippers season starting, right? <laughs> so, and I can start thinking about things like fantasy football and stuff because the draft just happened. Like my my mind has been able to move on from the Clippers. To be honest, mm-hmm. if we weren't in a Clippers group chat, I don't even think I would be talking about the Clippers at all right now. Yeah, you know, but...
1: you're, you're pretty. That's. Pretty
0: spot on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have we have some friends that just talk about the clippers always, and it, you know, it's fine. I like I like talking about the clippers, but I I've just I've just at this point, I'm just like yeah, I well
1: it, it can just be too exhausting. So I kind of checked out a little bit. So. so yeah.
0: So but you know, the podcast lives on. We took a little break. We got it's funny because like we both got busy with work-related stuff, like right when the clippers got eliminated. You're mm-hmm. off in Seattle and yeah, I, yeah. and I had stuff going on so we we gave us we gave ourselves a week off and then another week off just because scheduling was difficult. But it's yeah we're here now. I would say this is the beginning of the off season episodes, but I feel like once it was like game three, we got that news that Kawhi wasn't going to play. the The off season discussions gonna started. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like yeah. We've already, we've already had the preseason Clippers off season stuff already. So
1: yeah, dude. honestly, if we had started if we had done a podcast like right after. The last game of the of the playoffs for the Clippers, uh, it, it would have been really, really profoundly least. <laughs> I
0: <Like, laughs> I I I I remember too because like in the moment I didn't hear I didn't feel like I was like super depressed when I did my monologue you know because like you were busy and I, to be honest I was kind of like. I just want to get the the final post game show out. I didn't necessarily want to get a bunch of guests because, like, then it's just gonna be a forty five minute conversation of stuff we've been talking about since game three, right? So I was like, you know, yeah. what? I will just do an end of the season monologue, and then I've had people hit me. I was like, dude, that was really depressing. And I was like, I didn't feel depressed <laughs> right. when I did it. I guess I just sounded depressed. <laughs> I, I think I was like dealing with a cold or something that day, and I, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I got no Chi- excuses. <laughs> Can yeah. I say
1: something though, like because I didn't I, obviously I wasn't able to do it because I was on a work trip. But uh, I want to say this first and foremost: Westbrook had a hell of a series. Oh, yeah. One bad game, and everyone's going to remember that one bad game. Every Laker fan that hates Westbrook is going to remember that one game. Every Westbrook hater is going to remember that one game. But you know what? He played his heart out for this team, and I would not. I I, I would hope you know and if he's willing to take a cut, come back. I would love to have him back, but I just want to say that he played, he played a good series.
0: I saw like an article or something that I'll be honest. There's been a lot of stuff on Twitter, so I don't know what's true. What's not true, but like someone's saying like, you know, there's a team out there or he played up. He obviously played out of playing for the Clippers. I feel like he, he, he played above what we could offer, Mm but so it's, it's, entirely a decision on his part at this point but i think i saw something where like he could sign for like 12 million dollars somewhere i don't know where that exists i don't know i know there's some teams that would offer it i just don't know how many teams that are contenders that would offer it i could see like a developing team be like oh it would be cool to have a veteran like russell on our team while we're developing our franchise so what's we'll sign him for a one-year 12 million dollar deal and let him help develop some guys with the new cba too i know a lot of teams are probably not like super excited to you know be threatening to go over some of these tax aprons and stuff like that so i it, it is an interesting thing because it may even turn out that he's just like you know what the difference of signing somewhere else and signing with the Clippers is like $5 million or something. He's like, you know, I'll just sign with the Clippers. I'll take the, I think it's like $3 million or something like that, that he could sign for. So if he, if he wants to do, if he wants to come back, running back on $3 million, I'd say, hell yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I, I, I think I just went on a, like a long, long tangent. I'm like, yeah, I want Russell back too. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, ew but you know if he doesn't if he doesn't then good because you know what like he 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 out he outplayed his contract and he deserves like if he thinks he get one more payday that obviously it's not a 47 million dollar payday but if he thinks he get one more payday then he he deserved it
1: yeah i I, I but, agree absolutely with
0: you so, um so you were out of state when the clippers got eliminated did, did, were i still you, watch that yeah were you were you just kind of like mentally out already because of like the kawaii stuff or were you just like you know maybe there is a small chance that they could pull something out maybe paul george could come back early or were, were, well, what were your thoughts
1: well didn't the mcl come out like after the we got eliminated
0: yeah yeah
1: so <laughs> Uh, I was still holding out hopes that we can win a couple of games and extend the series to have an opportunity to bring back Paul George. Um, it was, it was really frustrating. I was with uh, uh, a lot of my coworkers I was with over there were basketball fans too. One of them, a Laker fan, but he didn't, he didn't, he doesn't hate the Clippers. He, he roots for the Clippers cause he's a huge Paul George fan and he's a huge Westbrook fan. Mm-hmm. So he was rooting for them and he hated his son. So uh, we were just we we're just in this little we we're in the, like a cubicle and we just had our like our, my phone on watching TNT as we were working <laughs> <laughs>
0: um
1: yeah it was just it was really frustrating um
0: yeah was just... i would and i don't know if we're gonna get on the honestly we have six months of content i honestly feel like if I forget to say something in today's pod, I will probably eventually say it in the next six months. So I don't feel the pressure of having to get all my feelings and emotions out in this episode. Mm-hmm. But we were like, we were talking, I was talking to some people yesterday and uh, we were watching the Laker game. And I was like, man, the Laker role players just seem like they're so much better. And the thing that I noticed was like, LeBron James has been like, fine but he hasn't been like the best player on the court by any means in the playoffs i feel like you know, like you know mm-hmm. it's be honest it's been um like 80 like it depends on how AD is playing if the lakers do fine right yeah uh but i've noticed like you know austin reeves comes in you know he's dropping 15 there uh you have lonnie walker comes comes out of the shadows drops 15 there <laughs> you know you have uh, you know, all these little all all I'm not gonna say little, but all these role players step up in the moment with the stars. And I felt like watching the clippers, our role players were really good at stepping up when somebody was hurt, but never did it feel like they were actually helping Kawhi and Paul George on the court. And I like that's how I feel. Like, obviously, someone's going to point to me and say, like, well, actually, Zoo was better, or Zoo did this, actually, Nick Batum did this, or someone's going to be like, well, actually, when uh, this player played with this person, and you know, everyone's going to throw something at me, but it just, it just felt like our role players were just there hoping that kawaii and paul george could and then all of a sudden they both are out norm powell gives us his 40 point performance russell westbrook goes off and has the series of his life like it it just felt to me that the supporting cast this year was not necessarily a supporting cast they were Mm -hmm. they stepped up at times but they never were supporting our Mm -hmm. guys but yeah
1: yeah i think that's a really good uh that's actually a really good analysis, honestly, because um, I didn't really thought about that. But yeah, it's true. The Lakers' role players have been going off in the playoff series, especially against the Warriors. Uh, whether it's D'Lo, uh, I mean D'Lo was having a rough game, and then they pulled him out. They put Lonnie Walker, and he has a great game. So mm-hmm. it's. And you're spot on, LeBron. Although he's been good, he hasn't been the best player. I think Steph Curry. It's between Steph Curry and AD, who has been the best player in that series, right? Um, but yeah, it's all. It's yeah. yeah. I
0: see. There's there's so much that we could say, and we're we're, we're, we're trying yeah, to. Let, yeah.
1: Yeah, because like, like if I if I if I were to go on tangent, I'll I'll start talking a lot about Kauai.
0: (laughs) You know, uh, if we if we want, we could just jump into Kauai right now. Okay, Uh, but uh, I'll just throw this out there. Uh, Right now is just like um... no, yeah. Let's just get into Kauai. Let's just get into Kauai. Mm -hmm. So, do you want to start with the Skip Bayless stuff, or you want to start with the injury playoff series, and then we'll move into the Skip Bayless stuff?
1: Okay, we can go to the injury playoff series, but then I, I kind of don't remember fully what Skip said. I know he just says, I, I think I remember bits and pieces. So we'll we'll go back to that later. Oh, but... Yeah,
0: we'll we'll get we'll get into that. Yeah. So go off. I, I know you've been you've had a tangent brewing. I I feel like the Clippers have been eliminated for two weeks, <laughs> and we've all cooled down from it. And we're just like we're ready to move on with our summer and now we still need to do a podcast, so that's why we're here, right? So uh go on your Kawaii tangent and I'll 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 step in when I step in.
1: Okay. So I, I know it's easier said than done, right? It's it's easier to say get rid of Kawaii and move on. And and the reason why you would say that is because the dude is just not available when you need him the most. It's like you basically give them a whole a whole season off, and then you give them half a season off. So you gave them a, a full season and a half a season a half a season as well to recover from ACL. Uh you basically have an organization put their fan base in the dark on um, any information about him, what's going on, and we do all this because we don't treat the regular season as something to be taken care taken seriously, because all that matters is the playoffs. And then we do that and we go into the playoffs and boom, what happens? Kawhi gets injured. He's out, he's gone. He's not available. Now we're stuck looking at the role players, expecting them to have big games and when they did, but, and you know what, to their credit, they've made the games really close. I think the biggest lead the suns ever had or the biggest scoring gap between the final score was 10 points and that's a uh, against a team with katie booker who's playing phenomenally in in this in this series in playoffs the, in general. The,
0: the suns at one point i think got like up to 20 something points but that was like when the series was like officially over and then, yeah, even then was... and even then we came back oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. but like yeah for the most part throughout the series it was like around that 10 point mark yeah, yeah. You're right
1: you're right. I totally forgot about the last game. Well, it's, it's like blocked point. on my head. <laughs> yeah, the, the
0: whole The whole the whole season is just like a blur. Like I, there's a moment where we're upset about something. Tyloo's not very good, and then all of a sudden the season's over. <laughs> it's like, yeah. right.
1: And it's it's just it's. I, I don't I don't know what to do with Quiet. Like it's it's I know it's easier sending down and get rid of him, right? But what are you gonna get in return from him? Does he have a lot of value? I I don't know. Uh, is it something you, you want to do? Because he's still great on the court. He played really well for that two games that we had for him, that we had of him, you know, during that series. It's just, I I just don't know what to do. I, I don't know what Lauren Frank's, or Lauren Franks thinks that is the idea or what is the plan going forward. It, it's a lot of tough decisions, Um but it's just irritating cuz it it doesn't seem like it's working. It doesn't seem like what what we do, we've been doing in the past just does not work here.
0: Yeah, and it, it depends on like which player I think people prefer. I think there's there's camps of Clippers fans that prefer Paul George. I think there's camps that prefer Kawhi. And you could probably say the the you could probably say the same about both. Like, you know, the reason why we had to go with just role players is cuz Paul George was um you know Paul George was out for the first round, right? Because of his knee injury. And it it was kind of like a freakish thing that happened, but it just seems to happen every year that it's either Paul George gets hurt or Kawhi gets hurt. And like for example, when Paul George said yeah, at the six-week mark, I'll be ready to play. I'll be ready to lace him up. And you look at this date, and it's a, uh, it's like game one or two of the second round when he would be available. I remember reading that while I was and do while I was doing jury duty, and it was just super deflating. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Paul George is like, yeah, I'll come back by the second round when we're just rocking Norman Powell and Russ out there, you know, trying to hope for the best with against KD Devin Booker. Devin Booker's having the best playoffs of his life. Yeah. It was super deflating, and then knowing that it got to a point in the series where like it had to be Paul George. Cause we knew Kawhi probably wasn't coming back. Mm-hmm. And then to find out after the series, it's the MCL. And this is why I personally feel like I'm, I'm actively excited about this off season. And to be honest, I'm at a point where I'm not going to sit here and be like, the Clippers must do this. Clippers must do that. I'm actually going to sit back and yeah, I might like on the pod occasionally be like, "Hey, it would be cool if we got this player and this is how we could do it." You know, like, you know, maybe we trade Kawhi. maybe we could trade. The, you know, like I'll I'll probably do that. We have 6 months of content that we have to deliver. But I think I'm just going to sit back and probably not get mad about what the Clippers do or don't do. I think I'm just going to sit back and see what they do. And like Lawrence Frank in his presser saying stuff like, we're going to run it back with uh, Kawhi and Paul George. We're going to bring Ty Lue back. We're going to have this whole, basically like praising the rest of the roster. Like I didn't expect him to go a week after we got eliminated from the playoffs and start saying stuff like this guy sucks. Kawhi and Paul George, we're going to look to change that. And Ty Lue's terrible. Like, obviously he's not going to do that because you're, you would devalue all these players. So like, for example, you're asking, if Kawhi is going to have any value in a trade, I do think he's going to bring some value. Like there's a championship veteran pedigree and he still like, there was moments in like, for for example, if we go back to our podcast with the high of how Kawhi played in game one, right? We were like, man, if this is Kawhi, then we're, we could be fine. if I'll, He might even win the series by himself. And then we get Paul George back, you know, I was like, but then all of a sudden he got hurt again. So I do think a team might look at the Kawhi situation and what the rest of the development mean and go, yeah, but it might work for us, <laughs> you know. So especially if a team is young and they need like a veteran superstar, they might take a they, they might take a flyer on Kawhi playing fifty or so games for them and seeing if he's available for the playoffs for them. Uh, but I I'm in the camp of just like we'll see what the Clippers do. If they want to run 2-1-3 back, I'm just in the camp of, like, a change does need to happen, and we've seen the worst-case scenario with the 2-1-3 era already happen. So nobody's job and nobody's roster spot should be safe. So I think it, 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 all the cards are on the table, and I I, I just think the Clippers are going to have Now, if the Clippers literally run back the same damn roster next year, I'll be frustrated. But I don't think they will. So I don't know if that means Paul George gets shipped out. I don't know if Kawhi gets shipped out. I don't know if it's both get shipped out. I don't know if it means we're bringing in a third star. I don't know if it means we're having a new head coach. I'll admit my opinions on Ty changed over like a week span. I don't think he's necessarily the issue. I might be alone there. But circling back to Kawhi, something does need to happen where we can't be dependent on him and Paul George something something needs to happen <laughs> and,
1: but i i don't know how you do that because you're you're supposed to be dependent on your superstars right like right they take so, up most of your cap space so you, obviously like you're if right you, if yeah. you can't depend on them then what what's the point of having them
0: absolutely so if if we want to start over we can start over i i personally we can maybe even get into the skip stuff now because okay. i personally feel and this may not be fair But I personally feel Paul George wants to be here more than Kawhi does. Mm -hmm. So and I think like if there were some changes with the medical staff, (laughs) maybe we could have uh, less. uh, I'll put it this way. When when a timetable says four to six weeks, maybe we're not waiting till the sixth week on every injury. Like I understand, like some players shouldn't rush coming back. But we have Jewel and B playing on a sprained knee and stuff like that. And I think, like, some of these decisions do come from the organization. And I feel like sometimes Clippers run too much like a corporation than they do like a basketball team at times. That's a separate mm-hmm. discussion for a separate time. Mm-hmm. But... I guess we can get into the Skip Bailey stuff. I don't have the exact quotes in front of me, but he has his own show or something like that. It was on Twitter, and he was saying that. And we know Skip is kind of, um, involved with the Kawhi camp a little bit. Like I don't know, like how involved, but he's 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 sometimes is accurate on the Kawhi news, especially when like the injury stuff happened. He mentioned that he wouldn't be surprised if Kawhi tried to ask himself out, ask his way out of the Clippers. Kawhi was upset that there might have been some injury stuff leaked, um, so on and so forth. I guess Kawhi is upset with the organization. And there. so I don't know if all that it happens to be true. Uh, but if Skip is, let's just say, close to Kawhi's camp, then maybe some of it is true. And this is why I'm kind of like, oh, maybe Paul George wants to be here more than Kawhi does. And if mm. that's the case, maybe keep the player that wants to be here and ship out the other one. <laughs> yeah. But uh, how how are your feelings on that first before we get into like what that could mean or whatever?
1: Talk, talk about a guy. If this is true. Uh, <laughs> again, I, I say this under the idea that this is all true. Then, what. What Skip A-List is saying. Might not
0: be, but you're right. If it is. Yeah.
1: If it is, this guy is upset with an organization who literally had its fan base turn on them because they were trying to protect Kawhi Leonard the whole season. And he's going to get upset because an MCL sprain. Who gives a shit if it was detailed? The fact that you injured your knee and was not available is enough to get people pissed off yeah right you're right who who gives a crap if it's a a sprained knee mcl uh mcl tear acl tear regardless you got injured and you weren't available and it's disappointing that's all it is that's that's just everything is just details after that mm-hmm. right so who who cares if there's actual details to it if uh, i i don't i don't get about it i was moving i was just pissed off that he wasn't available. And each day I was holding out hopes, you know, like after the first day, I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe he's just resting. And then the second day again, he comes out not available. And it's just it was frustrating because you have a lackluster season, and you were doing all this to preserve his knees and to make sure he's available. And I, and then he just he gets injured <laughs> and like I, I it sucks I'm like you know I never want to see a player get injured I hate the guy to be the guy bitching about a player getting injured but this guy says that he has a love for the game and he says all these things and it just none of it looks seems like seems seems seem sincere you know especially with the light of this news that comes out from Skip Bayless it just makes you put everything under a microscope now and it's just very frustrating uh we go back to what we said earlier or what i said earlier i'm not gonna put any words in brian's mouth but we had this discussion about Kawhi leonard right mm-hmm. about whether or not you know he may have irked some people by like putting, putting himself in the bench and not starting mm-hmm. and then we started talking about back to the spurs organization right we talked about that whole situation where Kawhi gets injured and then all of a sudden everyone's questioning questioning pops integrity pops care for his players this guy is the most like humanitarian person that we've ever seen as a coach in the organization in the nba or an organization as a whole and then all of a sudden we're questioning pop paul uh pops right integrity like ah mm-hmm. i don't know man it's just it's it's hard it's hard to be a quiet fan right now if you're a clipper in my opinion
0: no if this is the- all true you know who no, knows so the whole thing could be like AI generated, <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, like the like the organization's done a lot for him, uh, and I feel like. And we, we don't have to go into huge details. I think every Clippers fan knows like what the organization has done to, A, make this work and to try to bring in some players that he likes, trying to like accommodate him, try to make it so like his living situations are good, et cetera, et cetera. Like, hey, we're going to keep our fans in the dark, but still try to sell season tickets while you're injured. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it's like we went through the season we had last year with the idea that this season would be better and it wasn't it was a drag and it was frustrating but then we had this idea like the Clippers constantly said like it doesn't matter as long as we're healthy for the playoffs and we were not healthy for the playoffs and first Paul George went down but we were like all right this is a moment for Kawhi to prove and you know what? he got hurt and he gets hurt and you know I'm not gonna be upset that he got hurt but it's like then this stuff with Skip came out I was like all right dude like all right I was all, like, cause I, I defend a quiet a lot, you know, I'm like, all right, some injuries just happen and it is what it is. But if this stuff was true with the skip Bayless stuff, it was a little like, all right, man, like, but then I thought to myself for someone who's so guarded, why would he allow skip to say this, you know? But then I thought maybe he wanted skip to say this. <laughs> so like there's, <laughs> there, there is like a little, I and mean, you know what? I feel like it hasn't gone as much, um, wavelengths or whatever like who knows like i said maybe it's ai generated maybe it was just blown out of proportion maybe it's nothing and we're spending 10 minutes on a pod about it right like who knows maybe it's nothing um but i just thought it was interesting but like yeah like going back like our two guys are just not healthy and not dependable so do i feel like the 213 era has to absolutely end no i don't i'm not that person who's like oh you know just burn it down and start the whole thing start the whole thing over but I'm also in that camp of like this can't we can't run back the same thing we can't just run back these two guys and a bunch of role players like there has to be a change of scenery and if it means bringing in a new star by like trading Kawhi for a new one even if Paul George still has uh, health issues at least we have a healthier other star younger star or even if we just trade some of these expiring contracts for younger talent or something like that. Cause with the new CBA, we're going to have to do something like we're going to have to start playing some of these young guys. And I wouldn't be, su- be surprised. Like my, my stance on it is that we're going to clean, we're going to clear house. We're going to clean house. We're mm-hmm. like, we're either going to move on from everybody else on the roster, keep two on three and then read and then redo the roster around that Or we're going to bring in somebody else or a third star, but whatever it is, I wouldn't be surprised if we're shipping six to eight guys out and we're just starting fresh. We're going to get rid of all the vets. We're going to either bring in younger talent or we're going to bring in a third star. We'll figure it out. We have some draft picks. We have expiring contracts. There's going to be a disgruntled star at some point that might want to come to the Clippers and we work at something out that way but something has to change <laughs> like, and I, I'm going to sound like a broken record this podcast. And for the rest of the summer, something's going to have to change. All cards are on the table. We're going to figure it out. And it excites me <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, it's not like we're going to like the only move this year is that we signed John wall to an MLE. Like, no, like this year, we're legit going to make 30 to $60 million decisions with our roster. Possibly hundreds of millions of decisions with our roster if we do something with Kawhi and Paul George. Mm -hmm. So it's exciting. And maybe we replace Ty Maybe we don't. We will see. But the draft is going to be exciting. The free agency is going to be exciting. The trades are going to be exciting. And I think the Clippers are going to look brand new by training camp next season. We might have 2-1-3, but we're gonna, the rest of the roster is going to look brand new. We may have half a 2-1-3, and the rest of the roster is going to am I'm, I'm excited. I'm actually yeah. generally excited. I'm not that upset because I feel like the way this season ended is forcing the hand of the Clippers. Steve yeah. Ballmer can't be happy about this team right now. It's going to force somebody's hand to make something, or jobs are going to be lost, and nobody wants to lose a job. So mm-hmm. they're going to figure something out.
1: Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with you. I I, I do agree with you that it's gonna be entertaining. And I also do agree with you if this team doesn't look at different by the training camp, I'm gonna be really pissed, honestly. <laughs> as a Laker, not as a Laker fan. Oh my goodness. No, it's Laker. already happening. It's already <laughs> happening. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no, it's like I can't get no, mad, no.
1: man. I'm like I'm, I'm watching the series, and I'm like, man, those two guys they literally like want to play <laughs> You're talking about
0: Austin Reeves and Lonnie Walker
1: <laughs> It's just it's, it's just irritating because a lot of like Laker fan base obviously has a lot of casuals And so I'm pretty sure a lot of them were googling Who is Lonnie Walker <laughs> uh, It just
0: frustrates me that Nobody even knows like How bad this team probably Was in like I don't know December January like they were still good but they were plenty of games Out still yeah. And there was enough parity in the league for them to come to like you know crawl back and then basically trade one asset to bring the bring back like three to four excellent role like the, some of the best role players that were available at the trade deadline they happened to get in return
1: the the Kendrick Nunn trade for Rui it was uh, yeah so I don't know how the hell you get that
0: right so. I I'm intrigued but we to, to, to like cuz I'd also the, the since we're on the topic it can't make Steve Ballmer happy or anybody in the Clippers organization happy that the the expectations they had la- this season for the the end the way it did and for the Lakers to be where they're at now like just it, it, like we could say that the Clippers and Lakers are separate and as a fan I can acknowledge that the Lakers are good. I will acknowledge that the Lakers are good. I will not appreciate the Lakers. I hate the Lakers. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, it's their fun to watch. I absolutely hate watching the Lakers. But I could acknowledge that like what Rob Polinka did at the trade deadline and how this Lakers roster is constructed. And yes, it has to do a little bit with luck that their two players were healthy in the playoffs and not hurt. Like right before the playoffs started, like because for example, if AD was out as long as Paul George was out, I don't think the Lakers are getting past Memphis, they might not even get past the plan, you know. So, their two guys were healthy when our guys were not. It's just it is what it is, yeah. But it, it
1: just pisses me off for 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 me, it's just mainly the fan base themselves don't deserve this, like because <laughs> the, they like I, I hear this from a lot of my co worker, right? Like, he's always telling me, like, dude, if you go on Laker Twitter every time they lose, he's like, they want to trade 80 and that's all they focus on is they want to trade 80. And yet he's the best player in that series. It's like, dude, this fan base does not deserve this. Like they don't deserve Mm -hmm. like a guy who like tries to get a huge, he gets, he gets injured. Yes. We understand that. But you know what? At least he legitimately looks like he wants to be on the court. That's what Mm -hmm. I'll I'll give you guys. Right. So, and you know, he wants to put in that star for that star effort and, yeah he does man I, the, I, I can't get mad i'm just the, i just hate it i just don't think the fan base deserves it
0: i'm a little upset that Le- lebron's mom or i forgot what the joke was he got she got eliminated before lebron did
1: uh
0: because <laughs> uh, you know she she was she was the heart and soul of this clippers team yeah,
1: um, seriously. can we uh, i want to get a photo <laughs> i wish i had a photoshop because i want to photoshop like like uh, LeBron's mom throwing a lot to like Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, like it's it's it is what it is like i hope hopefully a team like this first time in my life i'm ready for the warriors and like just to watch the warriors for the first time in my life not be the best thing on the court it's really frustrating (laughs) like uh, i'm watching some of these Draymond green passes and i'm like how is this guy still in the league like the guy the guy's wide open and he like overthrows everyone it's like everyone has to jump like three feet in the air just to catch one of his passes and i'm like why is this guy still there
1: the guy who Probably has one of the best IQs in the game, right? I'll give him that, right?
0: Are you talking about Draymond Green? <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, all right, continue. You know, sees Steph Curry, waves off Steph Curry, and dribbles it towards out-of-bounds. <laughs> like, like, he has, a, like, a fadeaway shot that he can go into his bag for. Well, it's just I'm, ridiculous.
0: <laughs> the amount of times a player on the Warriors just throws the ball in a direction thinking that someone could be there, possibly – like has that always been the Warriors thing? Like, did they just throw the ball randomly and someone happened to be there? Because Draymond and Steph in the final, I don't know, fifteen seconds of the game, <laughs> just threw the ball randomly, and I'm like, what? This is a championship team here. What are we doing? Uh, but yeah, we're we're getting off we're getting off course on the Clippers, which you know to be honest is whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna throw some players at you okay and i'm going to ask you yes or no if they're going to be on the team next year
1: all right go let's let's shoot. uh
0: Kawhi leonard not what you not what you want but if you what you think
1: i think it's uh he stayed on the team all right
0: i am going to i think he might be out we'll see we're going to take receipts of this pod <laughs> <laughs> and right. uh paul george
1: I think he'll still be here.
0: You you think he'll still be here? All right, Russell Westbrook.
1: I think he's gone.
0: Okay. Uh, Zoo.
1: I think he's gone.
0: Okay, I would. You know, I I think I agree with that. Uh, Nicholas Batum. I'm gone. All right, Robert Covington. <laughs>
1: gone
0: if, if robert Covington's still on this team next year i i think tyloo's gone
1: you know what dude let me let me go back to this i never got to say this you know rubber Robert, robert comington had minutes and he played like absolute ass right <laughs> <laughs> he got minutes in the series and like all you need to do is play solid defense you don't need reps to play solid defense you're playing one-on-one defense and you couldn't even do that like Dude, you're not the answer. I'm I'm done with Robert Covington. I'm done with the, the fan base saying Robert Covington give Robert Covington that minutes. Well, guess what? He got minutes and he was absolutely ass. So you know what? Robert Covington out.
0: I dig it. Uh, Eric Gordon, he's on he's on a non guaranteed. I think up until we would have to like, I don't know. I don't I don't know the intangibles of his contract. But I don't, I don't know, man.
1: Eric, I like Eric Gordon, but at the same time, he's so like on and off. Mm-hmm. He's like a D low, but just older. <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I I don't think he's back.
0: all right I don't think he's back either. Oh, back to Robert Covington. I, yeah, I don't think he's back and yeah, all the ones you said are gone. I agree with okay. Marcus Morris. There there is absolutely no way. If he
1: comes back, I'm I'm going f- to I'm
0: done. Like the <laughs> only way this guy is in the Clippers organization is we play playing in Ontario next year. I I don't there's I I okay. Uh Mason Plumley, I don't think we could afford to bring him back, but you never know. What are your thoughts?
1: I think he'll come back. I think, think I think we'll keep him, we'll keep him.
0: All right, Norman Powell.
1: Uh Norman Powell stays, yeah. I
0: think he stays. Okay. Uh Xavier Moon, I feel like somehow he's going to stay in the Clippers organization. I don't know in what form, but <laughs> like, like I think he's uh Terrence Mann. I
1: think he might be traded. I don't I don't like it cuz I honestly think he played really well uh in the series. But I think because of that, it makes him expendable, right? It gives him a lot of value.
0: My stance on it is, he's the reason why we didn't make a big deal at the trade deadline. Apparently, like some teams wanted Terrence Man to be part of the deal, we said no as a, as, a, as an organization. A lot of people are like, well, if Tyloo's not going to play, in then just trade him or whatever. Like, I don't to be honest. It's, I, to me, it's not even about that. I just don't think like at this point with the Clippers, with who they are. If Terrence Mann is making making or breaking big trades, then yeah, then that's an issue itself. So just 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 trade him. <laughs> just trade. Him. We need we need we need fresh coat of paint on this team anyway. Just trade him just yeah i i like no, to, we don't I, we don't need
1: we don't need a fresh coat of paint we need a f- new engine and transmission right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah you know what you're right we don't need a fresh coat of paint we we need we might just need need to go to the dealership and just buy a brand new car <laughs> <laughs> like, uh we're gonna go to CarMax, trade in everything <laughs> and, then just, <laughs> and then see what else see what we could get um uh, I like Terrence Mando if he comes back he comes back I like him on the team but I like if he's the if he's making or breaking deals in this offseason then just trade him mm-hmm. uh Bones Highland I think he stays I think he stays I think he might start too yeah Amir Coffee
1: uh gone even though I saw him at the Santa Monica movie theater when I went to go see Evil Dead Rising I just saw this really tall guy and I was like man looks like Amir Coffee
0: so why didn't you get a picture
1: because I was, dude, he was dressed in sweats. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't think he wants to take a photo. Of anybody. I'm
0: pretty sure, not a ton of people know who Amir. Because keep in mind, all Laker, all L A. is a bunch of Laker casuals. They don't know who Amir Coffee is.
1: They probably won't even know who Austin Reeves is. Yeah,
0: <laughs> if, uh, yeah. Austin Austin Reeves could go to their house and be like, "Hey, I'm Austin Reeves," and they'll be like, "Sir, we, we're not trying to buy whatever product." Sell
1: <laughs> hey, it's a uh, it's Caruso, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, it gets, it gets me frustrated when no one's watched a Laker game all season and they watch Austin Reeves go, like, I don't know, four from eight from the field and then say he's him. Like, I'd like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, Austin Reeves is good, but it, <laughs> it's first time watching him. All right. Um, Diabate traded or staying? I think he stays. I don't
1: think it's, I think, it's,
0: I think it again. stays. I, it's like, I don't think, like, he might be a throw in on one of the deals, but yeah, I don't know. And then um, I think I'm missing somebody here. Brandon Boston Jr.
1: I think he's I think he's gonna be thrown in the deal.
0: I think sure. he's gonna be thrown in a deal too. But I'm also in the camp of like if we're trading everyone, then we do need to keep somebody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if it, I, I think I if we trade, I think if we throw Terrence in a deal, and we keep Brandon, that works. But I also think like we could also experiment with the idea that like Terrence is thrown in one deal and Brandon's thrown in the other. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think
1: I, I, I'm not too sure if it's going to happen, but if there's a rebuild next season and they go into rebuild, I think they'll keep Brandon in Boston, Musa Devante, Diabonte, uh, Bones Highland and Terrence man, and just run with that young core and get whatever they can get with Paul George and Kawhi.
0: I'm not against That's... that. Even if it's like draft picks for later on, yeah. uh, Jason Preston, Um, I hope he's (laughs) not. I I, do. Players when they play internationally, do they need to play pay for their own plane ticket to go play for that team, (laughs) or does the team provide that? Because I don't think he's playing basketball in North America next season. (laughs)
1: Yeah, he's. uh, Oh, he better learn. He better learn Chinese quick. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, and the last one, Tyloo. Do you think Tyloo's coming back?
1: You know what? I saw this this post on Reddit and I I'm thinking it's possible. I think Ty Lu goes to the
0: to the Bucks.
1: To the Bucks. I, think, I think that could be something he could he could be against. I, I, I don't
0: think he'd be against that. I think he'd finally have a star player that's gonna come back from injury at reasonable times. <laughs> uh, I'll throw this out there. I think Tyloo's is going to come back, but if the, te- if the team were to run back 2 1 3 plus a star or just 2 1 3 in general, and yeah. it's like December 1st and we're barely 500 or we're like a game under 500 or a game, of- I think Tyloo will get fired then. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if Tyloo starts the season.
1: Let me I- tell I know Tyloo's a huge fan right now I and mean, he follows his podcast and listens to his mm-hmm. podcast. Tyloo, if you're listening, do not take this job and leave. For the Bucks, so. like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: To be honest, dude, like for your mental health, <laughs> exactly. just just get just get out of the organization. Yeah, exactly. We're not we're not doing you any favors. If you feel like you have to coach a game during the season and not go to a family person's funeral because you're star your your top heavy star team can't uh get uh can't win a game in december or january or february or whatever it was like yeah you go go somewhere else like yeah. this 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 organization is not doing you any favors and i actually think tyloo's a good coach go go put yourself in a better situation where you don't have to like lie about Kawhi, Kawhi leonard and other things like that just just, just go let just go go coach somewhere else Yanis seems
1: like a really fun guy, right? It feels like uh, they'll have really fun team activities with him. It'd be a good time, honestly. I
0: think he's a good players' coach, and I actually think he's better than what last season showed. I honestly think it was an organizational thing. I there was like, hey, go back to. The, I have receipts of saying he's a bad coach, uh, mm-hmm. but I've I've recently heard about some of the you know behind the scenes stuff, and I've and 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 I've seen. Him coach a little better, I guess. You know, toward the end of the season, and make and some of the decisions were not because of him. And I, I, I think I'd give him a a chance to at least start the season next season. But if the organization this uh, in July was like, you know, we're gonna fire Tyloo or Tyloo wants to go to Milwaukee, go for it, man. Yeah, I would. not I wouldn't be upset with them. I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't think the Clipper fan base is actually gonna care if he left or not either. So (laughs) I I think I think their opinions have been made. (laughs) Uh, I
1: think but so just kinda add to that though, they said that he'll go to the to the bucks and Nick Nurse who has a relationship with kawaii if he stays he might come and coach kawaii but if nick nurse has like two brain cells at, at minimum i don't think he'll take it <laughs> I, I
0: i think he'd be like you know what I'll, i know we won a championship in toronto but oh uh, man that was a tough season to coach <laughs> <laughs> i i wouldn't be surprised if nobody wants to touch the whole Kawhi situation it to be honest, I'm there there will be someone who wants the job because you get to coach two superstars and if they happen to stay healthy you have one of the best teams in the playoffs right like mm-hmm. if they stay healthy but just the headache of the job but I think also the job could use someone who hasn't been involved with the whole Kawhi Paul George thing since it started like keep in mind like Tyloo was Doc Rivers' assistant coach so He's mm-hmm. been dealing with the BS since the 213 era started. Mm-hmm. So I think if you got a fresh head in there who is like, All right, I don't mind the BS, you know, fine. It's my first year coaching him. I could deal with it. Maybe a fresh mind could be like, Not because I think he'll coach better entirely. I just think he'll get better sleep. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, care
1: about his mental health. So
0: yeah. Um, and then the last one. Do you think Lawrence Frank? Do you think they're going to try to replace replace Lawrence Frank this off season? I know that Bob Meyer stuff. He's the uh, the Warriors' uh, GM or something, and there's been rumors that he might be leaving or something like that. So, like, do you think Lawrence Frank stays?
1: You know what? I'm not too sure. I don't think Lawrence Frank has done a bad job. It's just that I think I think Steve Ballmer will like a new look, and I think it. I think Bob Myers me be the person you're looking for
0: i i personally think too you could bring Myers on and not have to get rid of lawrence frank either <laughs> like you could just give someone a different job title like he's got enough money to pay everybody it's it's the only reason i can see lawrence frank going is if steve Ballmer legitimately believes in the other aspects of the organization like you know tyloo and the 213 thing and he feels like the supporting cast lawrence frank has put together is the reason why they're not being good and i i think there's a part of that too but yeah i i think lawrence frank has an opportunity to probably keep his job longer than almost anybody (laughs) but if like they can't get another superstar. If they do a complete rebuild and they can't get another superstar, then I can see Lawrence Frank losing his job. Yeah. If they keep yeah. drafting poorly, stuff like that.
1: Yeah. But, you know, based off the last trade, and you know, last trade online, he played, he did really well. He got, he got Bones Island and he got,
0: yeah. We um, got Mason Plumley.
1: Mason Plumley. And then uh, and, uh, Eric Gordon played a couple good, couple good games. Um, He was more consistent. That was I more thought good.
0: Eric Gordon was something that the Clippers haven't had in a long since, like, Lou Will, which was a player with range. Like, he could sit five feet behind the three-point line and make it, you know, like... Mm-hmm. We never really had that before. But, you yeah, know, Bones Highland brings that, too. So, if Bones Highland could kind of just, you know, work on his game in the offseason, he's got six months to do it, <laughs> and just be yeah. almost automatic, then he's a threat. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. I feel like this has been a decent first off off-season episode uh, uh quote unquote <laughs> uh i'm sure we'll get into some stuff next week we'll see what pops up uh but uh yeah uh you got any more thoughts
1: uh no nah, man uh just looking forward to what happens this offseason so
0: yeah me too uh uh narrator the clippers didn't do much <laughs> Like <laughs> uh narrator clippers give marcus morris extension we're like oh, no.
1: oh dude if that happens i might be gone
0: <laughs> <laughs> like uh like your clippers jersey starts to sparkle and it turns into a laker jersey
1: <laughs> that's kinda that's kind of combust for sure
0: <laughs> uh you can find our pod we you're finding your pods uh you can find us on twitter at ellie clips forum you can find us on patreon la www.patreon.com slash la clips forum three dollars a month we'll bring you extra content i feel like we've lied about that for the last like month or so but we've been a little busy we planned this off season have this off season have a lot more content mm-hmm. and uh yeah uh we appreciate it, everybody because you guys could be doing literally anything with your time it's the off season don't think about the clippers basketball is stupid But you're still listening to us and we appreciate that. (laughs) 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 Uh, We're out. Later. Thanks, guys.